Chuck takes control of the puzzle after a while, winning it for the guys. He plans to pay off his student loans and get a piano. Why didn't they show what anyone else would do with the money? Also, for what it's worth, he went to Ithaca, so he could owe around $24,000. Ridiculous. I owe almost 45000 You know nothing. Yeah, honestly. I mean, it is, is she saying that like it's a lot of money? Because, because you owe a lot more. You owe twice that. Yeah. It's not a state school. No. <laughs> maybe, well, maybe if I was, if I lived in New York, if I was a New York resident, it would be closer to 24000 Maybe um, she's assuming I'm from New York. You know, state. For, for state schools, like SUNY's in New York and, you know, Penn State and things like that. Yeah. If you're a resident, it's significantly cheaper than if you're not. But when you're getting into private schools, it's not that huge a difference. No. Not really. It depends. It depends on it, but I don't think Ithaca was one of them. I mean, the total cost per semester for me was uh, between 45 and 50 uh, for, per year. Huh. What's but again, that? that's that's per year. So I know what does she think? I'm only going to go to school for a year. No, I mean, no, uh, she's look, I mean, we can. Yeah, I, I'm not she's saying that dumb. she's. Yeah, she's an idiot. Um, we're, yeah. not, we're, we're on the same side of that one. Um, yeah. Well, well, um, uh, spotted people of places. What are you talking about? I don't know. Wait, what? no, what the hell are you just, talking about? I, I don't know. Sometimes words just come out of my mouth. Sometimes okay. they just come out, and I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. There's a Hooters in the Bayou? Is there? Well, apparently, because Michelle's a Bayou bodybuilder, but she's also a Hooters bartender. I don't know if that's a... Is she a Hooters bartender for real? I believe it. I it I've heard it more than once yeah, from different things. From different sources. Okay. Yeah. I mean, fine. That's. I've been to Hooters a couple of times. It's. It's a place. It's a place you go. Did you do you take off your uh, your Elvish ring when you go in there? No, I don't. Oh. It's a conversation starter. And it's not actually, it's just Celtic. <laughs> Whatever. I've thought about buying buying the One Ring to rule them all. Of course I, you did. I have thought about it. Um, they've got it on Think Geek, made of tungsten carbide for like a hundred bucks. So, maybe. Oh, dude, this, pro- I mean, the, the talking box only gets like one or two comments a post, so. Yeah, and they're all me. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, that's why I was like, you should check out Mark's podcast because it's cool they probably i mean she probably doesn't even know the comments oh no there's two comments on this one one is me and the other one is amy who's amy uh the person that wrote it oh what'd she say she said thanks for the clarification with unanimous votes occurring so frequently i had forgotten about the counselors not voting rule I did check out the podcast you recommended last week. I found it interesting, especially to defense against how I viewed some of your actions in an early episode. Cake Boss, Next Great Baker, is another reality series that became infamous for airing scenes out of context last season. So it obviously happens. I don't know what I said. <laughs> I just read that as you started saying it, and I, <laughs> as you were reading it, I thought, if I wasn't reading this, I would have no idea what the f- Chuck was talking about. <laughs> Cake Boss, next great baker that no one's heard of. She, I mean, are they are they giving her money to promote this thing on her, like, in the comments of her blogger? I have no idea. Chuck Lines. Cake Boss. <laughs> Cake Boss. Chuck. Cake Boss. Are we doing it? Oh, what the podcast? Are we going? We are going. Are, are we doing this thing? Are we doing it? 
Are we doing a podcast right now? Maybe. Wait, is Mike here? I thought I heard another voice. No, never mind. Mike, are you there? No, he's not here. Mike. Okay. Mike. Well, all right. Let's see. Let me... Mike. Shut up. Are you here, Mike? Wait, let me see if he emails me back. I am speaking to the spirit of Mike. Who will be here in the future, maybe. Who may be here in the future. Uh, let's see. He said, I'd love to join... Well, before, he said, I'd love to join. I'm juggling info for a client. What's your time frame, smiley face? Not only can this man juggle like you... Can you juggle? Wait. You can juggle at least a little three, bit. right? Yeah, okay. But he yeah, juggles... He juggles info for clients. He juggles for other people. That's awesome. And he puts smiley faces at the end of his one question email. He's a guy. He's a guy. He's a guy. <laughs> Despite the smiley faces. <laughs> Is that offensive? I guess, no, I guess smiley faces, I, I feel like they're kind of effeminate. I use them when I'm texting Emily. Girls, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, when I text girls, I, I um. Because it's like, hey, I, 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 I have I'm a in heart. touch with my feminine side. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, okay, I'm bringing up episode eight. Something... Are we doing it? Yeah. Welcome Cake to. All... <laughs> what the hell was that? Cake box. Oh yeah. <laughs> Welcome to a halting podcast. <laughs> this episode entitled Cake Box. <laughs> Car cake for Danica Patrick. What? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm reading about Cake Box. Oh, good. I don't want Next to do great a baker. I don't want to do a podcast about Cake Boss. <laughs> It sounds Can worse than that? summer camp. Can we please do that next? Just uh, still you and me. We don't have any guests from Cake Boss. We just you and me. <laughs> we recap it. <laughs> okay, fine. All right, fine. We'll do. Uh, everyone listening, um, for the next podcast that Chuck and I do together. That we don't know if it'll be the next one. Um, I might have other people on, but we're before you listen to it, watch episode one of Cake Boss. And Chuck and I will recap it. And it'll be... You won't have any of me droning in it because uh, I don't really care about the results anymore. But anyway, my name is Mark Brillig. You know, we don't even have to watch the episodes of Cake Glass. No, we, we have to. talk about them. <laughs> no, we have <laughs> to have some context to bounce off of. We have to at least watch a preview. Okay. okay. We'll watch the commercials for Cake Boss and then judge them. Yeah. I've already introduced myself. you got to hit you now. Your name is Mark Brillig, and I am Chuck Lines. And this podcast <laughs> is going over the finale of Summer Camp, which, of course, you've seen it. Chuck and four other guys won, so clapping. Huzzah! Thank you. Um, Can I clap for myself? Is that I, conceded? I don't know. I, I've... I feel like it, I think yes, because you were part of a team, but when a person wins and it's just their own doing. Well, um, maybe I was clapping for the rest of the team. Too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's fine. But if a person, oh. but if a person wins and it, it's like, they're the only individual who wins, whether they did it on their own or did it, you know, with stepping stones from other people. Then if they're just clapping just for themselves, then that's conceded. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. Alright. If they clap for themselves, then it's just like, look how good I did! Right, but if you clap for yourself and other people, and, and, and that's implied, yeah. then I think that's okay. Yeah. You know what petrichor yeah, yeah. means? Yes. Good, so do I. Now we both know what that word means. We're Smell not even gonna... Dust after rain. God it, I didn't oh. want to... <laughs> You can cut that out. It's hard though now that now that we're on the same track. Yeah, but you cut it out starting when you say we're not even gonna, and then you'll lose petrichor, the smell of dust after rain. Why? You know, How did you? Where did you hear that? Oh, I don't know where. I don't. I don't know. It's where a it Doctor was. Who thing. It's also just a regular word. Is it really? I thought they made it up for Doctor Who. 
Oh, it's... I might have heard it from... Good lord. Doctor Who is not Shakespeare, okay? Mm, no. Doctor Who is not Shakespeare, okay? No, but he's met him. Chuck? Yeah? It's not true. Yeah? Yeah, he's met him. Not in real I've life. I've seen the episode. It happened. Oh, yeah, except not in real life. Yeah, dude, no. Petrichor is... is... The word is constructed from the Greek Petros, meaning stone, and Icar. Okay, but, but what the heck brought that up? Um, I, I don't know. I wrote it. <laughs> I wrote down the word because I thought it was interesting. I don't know. I forget where I learned it last week. Um, and it you happened wrote to be down in this, the word Petrichor, like on the same notepad, on the same as... notepad file as the the recap. <laughs> That's why the term was coined in 1964 by two Australian researchers researchers bear and thomas reachers research australian for? australian researchers well one was named bear so you know what he's reaching for and thomas for an no bear like a big gay guy yeah bear <laughs> okay it's spelled the same for an article it? yes it is for an article okay. if you have a bear bear then fuzzy wuzzy then... wasn't fuzzy you should run unless you're into that which is fine all right mike i mean so he, he came back but he's mostly spectator uh, yeah um and underwear provider um well, yeah okay so all right we're, i mean this is going to be the most relaxed because it's all done you know right it's right. all done everyone knows it's everything done. you all know you, you all know. Oh, wait, I also have, besides Petrichor, I also have Gallium written down. I forget what that, that was, I liked it. No, I that liked, one I don't know. No, what it's, it's, word. it's cool. It's, it's some sort of, uh, mm, come on, I, I should know it, but I've forgotten. It is a chemical element with the symbol GA. Elemental Gallium does not occur in nature. Um, so it's, it's synthesized soft silvery metal. Oh, uh, elemental gallium does not occur in nature, but as the gallium three compounds that are in trace amounts of in zinc ores and bauxite gallium is a soft silvery metal and the elemental gallium is a brittle solid at low. Oh, this is why this is cool. Right. Gallium is a metal that will melt at 85 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. So, body temperature. Yeah, well, no. Less than. Room temperature. A little more than room right. temperature. The melting point of gallium is used as a temperature reference point. Neat. So, if you touch it, it's it, probably melting. Yeah, if it's held... In the human hand long enough, it'll melt. Yeah, that's what they say. Um, Nifty. Discovery in 1875 through the era, of, the era of semiconductors, primarily used as an agent to make alloys that melt at low temperatures, then became useful in semiconductors. Nearly all gallium is used in electronics today. Um, microwave circuits, high-speed switching circuits. Why? Because if those get hot, it melts. <laughs> I wonder why. Ladies and gentlemen, for today's A Halting Podcast, we've decided to forego recapping the last episode of Summer Camp, because you all know what happened. <laughs> so instead, we'll just recap chemistry. science <laughs> and chemistry. <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah, Petrichor and... Yep. Yep, yep. Hey. And science and chem. Look, um, sometimes... Next week, Cake Boss. <laughs> Like I mean, this is this is this is what I'm hoping our you know post summer camp podcast consists of because you know we can just go on tangents and watch the sunset. Do you love yeah. me? <laughs> I think you could ever love me. <laughs> Are you playing your love games with me? With that, old Greg I'm is sorry. so creepy. I'm old Greg! Stop. 
Okay, man, I'm gonna read some things from my notes here. And hopefully... Okay, good plan. <laughs> Rachel thinks... Do you thinks... wanna do the intro again? No, we already did it. We did it? Yeah. We did it so badly. Whatever. You cracked up the whole time. And it was like over the span of at least a minute. But and just... then I introduced you. No, I'd already said and my name's Mark I know, Brilling. and I said, you're Mark Brillig and I'm Chuck Lyons. There, you did it again. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel thinks Lawrence being naive. Lawrence not having it. Thinks Rachel is greedy. What do you got to say about that, Charles? Uh, <laughs> Charles. Cameron says uh, to Chris, I think we're pretty lucky to have you because you know how to win. Really? When did that happen? Early on in the episode when they were in the bathroom fascinating i think he was trying to be placating yeah 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 but fine okay cameron and moses try to go talk with rachel michelle and brooke i wrote michelle as mitchell <laughs> um <laughs> rachel very nice no i didn't mean to i was just typing oh. fast and bad um no michelle is even though she's very strong she is clearly a woman um <laughs> rachel yes doesn't want to talk. She just walks away to go meditate because she's like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Cameron says, I think she should grow up. Cameron, I think you should grow another cowboy hat, like as a tumor on your head, and then you'd never have to take your cowboy hat off. Imagine he grew it. Like it, it could be benign, but imagine. Then he would blame you. He would blame you for his cowboy hat tumor. But it would be so... It would keep him out of the rain, but it would still be a part of him. How do you handle that? So it wouldn't keep him out of the <laughs> I guess, rain. I guess not. Maybe if it grew, He'd like... He'd still be in the rain. Well, maybe if it, like... Was... But he would have a hat-shaped tumor. <laughs> maybe <laughs> if... He would have a hat The shape. surface, um, was, like, fingernail? Which you... Uh... You know, can't really feel... Does that happen with tumors ever? Uh, genetic breakthroughs are made every day. <laughs> We're going to genetically engineer Cowboy Cam's new tumor. Earth science, chemistry, genetics. What's next? <laughs> Cloning. No, that's still genetics. Oh. We gotta hit physics at some point. We'll talk about gravity when we get to you being a butterfly. We covered physics. We covered physics way back in the marshmallow challenge. I'm talking about this episode. Oh. Are you trying to fit all of the sciences into this episode? Hey, man. Don't I, the science guy, is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. We got to do our part. So I heard, and that's kind of amazing. He's also going to be here in Manhattan, Kansas in a little more than a month and I'm going. I'm gonna try to go see him. Students He's get. He's a cool guy. Tickets get released for students first. I saw. Awesome. Him, I saw him sort of when he was at Ithaca doing the um, planets walk, but it was such a mob that uh, you know I could barely yeah. see anything. You didn't see him. I saw him. I saw him talking you with did. a megaphone in his suit. Were you there? Did he wear the blue coat? No, he wore. No, because it was hot. Um, oh. It wasn't a blue coat. It wasn't a t-shirt either. I think it was a long sleeve suit of some. Um, but maybe, not a lab coat. I don't... No, I don't think so. Um, and it was... I need him to wear a lab coat forever. Um, okay. Karen! Oh, wait, no. Not Cameron. Who's the... Karen? I said Cameron. Cameron! Hammering. The campers line up at the front of the lodge like they did at the beginning. And all the. Uh, and so they, they're told that there's going to be three head to head events. And then a final event of quote unquote capture the flag. Mm hmm. Which be really means. Really, it means. Get relay, yanked around by ropes yeah. and do a puzzle. Um, and it's not even tug of war. It's just like. Sorry, you lose. <laughs> Talk of tree or whatever it's hooked up to. Um, yeah, and uh, Emily had an interesting comment. She said that um, 
they they really should have been it should have been bungee sh- should have been bungee yeah really i called it nice yep yep mm-hmm. yep it those was just... were un- unforgiving ropes oh god yours and lauren's i think were the worst mine it didn't feel so bad seriously i i was just uh in a hurry to to win it and get back up to the yeah obviously that um but lauren lauren's really was ouch i mean we we were warned before the challenge started not to run full out because the ropes didn't give (laughs) so oh maybe if it was bungee people would like you know keep crawling and but that would be cool because eventually they wouldn't be able to go anymore and would just be yanked back like that oh that's right be- if it were bungee theoretically then they could stretch it potentially yeah but not to- not all the way they could no because it's just one person one time yeah but it depends on how much give the the bungee is so they they hasn't pick the heard. rope they can pick a good bungee these people have money well, theoretically anyway back to the three head-to-head events each event win gives a 30 second lead for the capture the flag game and now the first camp to lose two head-to-head events has to eliminate or has to banish two of their players and then the guys eliminate. sorry the spoilers the girls lose two of them (laughs) oops (laughs) so you go and vote on the camp counselors like immediately. There seems to be no not much talking about it, right? Uh right. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty pretty lightning quick do it or or don't deci- decision. Um we had kind of guessed that there would probably be another camp counselor vote. Mm. Um but so there had been some discussion the night before. Gotcha. But uh but not a lot. Rachel votes for Lauren, as must at least one other person, because Lauren becomes counselor, which, to quote, I think Rachel uh, diffuses the tension, Uh, and the guys vote for Cameron. Did you vote Cam? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I might have voted Kyle. Either Kyle or Cam, I can't remember. Gotcha. Um... And then for the first event, before the first event really starts, a bus shows up, and everyone gets off. And the first person to get off is Megan, in her heels, <laughs> which she almost trips on again. Yep. Megan, what the <laughs> f***? Yeah. Oh my god. Does she want to make a good exit impression, too? So every, yeah, it's... Megan, Aaron, Mike, Justin, Melinda, Isis, everyone. Who else did I forget? Um, whatever. Uh, now, and Mike says, seeing Moses and Cameron get terrified is precious, priceless, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, and also... I bet... I bet the girls would have voted differently for Camp Counselor had they known what was coming next, what Matt was going to throw at us here. Why? That someone else was going to be eliminated. I'll bet they wouldn't have voted for her and made her safe um, had they known that that, uh, it would mean she couldn't be eliminated well when was it announced that an elimination would happen after after they... we voted for our counselors positive yeah okay all right well then pretty, yes pretty positive. then i then i'm with you fine <sighs> all right <laughs> are we moving on i don't even know um you gotta you got it's the forbidden panty raid man so uh, it's 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 what a challenge to start off on uh, i guess I mean, I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of that one. You were boxers. I really didn't. I did, but see, that's the thing. Okay, so those aren't our underwear. Oh. In order to ensure that everyone had a matching pair of underwear, 
they bought in the cabin. They bought us all now, pairs of underwear. Did so. you know that that was going to be implemented beforehand? No clue. No. They just bought you underwear, and you were like, "Okay, thanks." We filled out a survey at the beginning of the of the process when right. we were. At, that was like, you know, do you have any food allergies? What's one food you can't live without? What's your Are underwear you a boxers size? a brief time kind of guy? Oh, yeah. Um, they knew our pant sizes because of our, our they had taken measurements for the costumes. And right, but, but but they told you to wear that underwear that morning. They Well, not that morning. Um, after the After the game was explained, they took each of us aside and gave us the underwear that matched the pair they had hidden in the cabin. Oh, and they, so, the, the producers, strew them around the cabin. Uh, the production team yeah, yeah, yeah. was yeah. responsible. Yeah, but as you can see in the final episode, they were very specific about yeah, where they, they placed each pair. with the cups. Right. Each hidden pair in the guys' cabins corresponded with a hidden pair in the girls' cabins. Okay, so it was equal um, difficulty. Exactly. Yeah. So everything everything was very equitable and fair. Um, I know Mikey was was upset that the girls' panties were harder to identify than the guys' shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's that's a fair point. But again, it's a it's a fundamental um, it's a an in, an intrinsic part of the game. It's not really something that the the production could have you know i don't they weren't trying to throw it or anything i don't think sure it just um that's that's the way it goes mikey what was your boxers what was the pattern they were the aquamarine sort of teal stripes boxer briefs (sighs) it's boring you weren't the fish like blue green and gray stripes yeah So what's okay? So this is kind of funny. You'll like this. Um, (laughs) We were watching one of the early episodes. This is the story I wanted to tell you ages ago, and I couldn't tell you because this hadn't happened yet. Can it be on Mike? Yes. Um, A while back, Mikey invited Melinda and I and a few other people over to watch one of the other older episodes. Yeah. Um, Melinda during one of the commercial breaks, excused herself to the restroom. And when she came back, she announced that she had seen my underwear hanging in the bathroom. Yes. So, at the end of the show, they had a whole bunch of unused underwear that they had purchased for this challenge. Right. And, uh, I mean, they can't really return them their underwear. So, they... They let us take any pairs that fit that we were interested in keeping. So I took the pair that I wore during the challenge, and Mikey took the corresponding pair. <laughs> so there have there have been days that we've we've gone out to events wearing the same underwear. Fascinating. Not on purpose. Not on purpose? Not on purpose, but Mikey Mikey has my underwear from summer camp. <laughs> I'm just I'm sure he was disappointed to find out that the underwear in the cabins were clean when he put them in his mouth. <laughs> Could be. I don't I don't really know. Because but, Mikey. But Melinda was very surprised and a little confused until we reminded her that they had all given us all lots of underwear. Right. <laughs> She was shocked to see my underwear in Mikey's bathroom. Uh, you know, sometimes you share underwear. All right, moving on. That Are was we... all I had for. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, we got stuff to talk about, Mark. Do we? We gotta get this. Uh, all right, done. man. Look, I mean, basically, you you watched the episode. It's all <laughs> great. Um, I think it's funny that the last. It's like, what's your cup size? One pair of underwear. <laughs> Uh, get it? Yeah, I guess. This is in a cup. That challenge took like an hour and 45 minutes, I think, if I remember right. I may remember wrong, but it, it we were standing out there on those logs a long time. Yeah, and you had to stand the whole time? 
yeah, just in case somebody was coming back. But they'd give you a heads up. You could never sit down. Uh, I would faint. I can't stand for that long. No? You just don't lock your knees. Uh, it doesn't matter. Huh. Alright. Well, yeah, I'm glad you weren't there then. I that would have sucked. I would have sat down and be like, fuck you guys. Yeah. I'm sitting down. I'm surprised Chris didn't sit down. Seems like the type of guy. So, the girls win the first challenge. Michelle gets it in because she knows how to find underwear. Whatever. Mikey, you're disappointing. Mikey hasn't done anything good for this entire season. Nope, nothing. Moving on. Twin Pines event number two. You're up a tree with a cocoon of sleeping bags around you. So is Rachel, your old arch nemesis, who uh, Lauren yes. picked, who Lauren picked because she forgot that you beat Rachel before, and of course it's gonna happen again. But on the other hand, who else could survive against you? No one. Not even the best person on the girls' team could take you. Maybe you'd lose in eating, but I've seen you eat. Five packages of bacon, maybe? Yeah. Okay. So you're up there, and what type of knots do you have? You get, like, the overhand, that square oh, knot. Oh, man. There were a bunch. There were um, get the... there were some figure eight knots. There were lark's heads. Uh, there was at least one... Uh, sheet shanks, some clover hitches, some half hitches, a couple of two half hitches, which adds up to a full hitch. Um, but that's not how you do it. So <laughs> there, there were lots of knots. Yeah, were there any quick in releases? A, in addition, in addition to knots, there were um, there were no no trick knots. They were all oh. solid knots. Um, there were also straps. Right. that were pulled, pulled right. tight to keep the sleeping bags on. So. Yeah, now... now um, <laughs> the straps were harder to undo than some of the knots, actually. Well, that's because you're an Eagle Scout. And a magician. And sometimes you just don't strap in. I have always wanted to do a suspended straitjacket escape. Yeah. Like Houdini. So there you and go. You were excited, was... man. This was super exciting. I know. You, you I was getting ready this on for your this. Face. Now, the knots were all real knots, but were they super tight? Like, did you have to really work your fingernails in there, or were they just basic, just figure it out? And They were pretty tight, but the ropes were also pretty large. They were, okay. like, climbing ropes. Yeah. So, given that I know how knots work, <laughs> you can use I, your um, nimble fingers and get in there. Yeah. I play the piano. I'm a magician. I've got good dexterity in my oh, fingers. Yeah. I'm sure the girls so like the other to thing, hear that. The other thing, what was it? I think I think uh, Lauren tweeted, Chuck is just too good with her fingers. With his fingers. And Melinda retweeted it. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. dear. Well, Lauren, when you're right, you're right. So wait. Lauren <laughs> called you the best kisser and uh, yeah. on our previous podcast. And... With her and and she's she's giving your fingers dangerous high praise. Mm-hmm. Looks like you're about to suck on your own fingers. Interesting. That's the only In, conclusion I um, can reach from that. I don't I don't know if you saw on Instagram I posted a picture of the the puzzle piece that I took from the final puzzle. Yeah, because I had everyone yeah everyone write a message on it. And Lauren's message, she calls me a sexy beast. Nice. I couldn't quite read it. Uh, who's the one yeah. who wrote in the dark area? That was Justin. Um, you can see it in, in the right light, but it's hard to take a picture of it. Did, did everyone sign it? Every single person, yeah. Now, Melinda's Including just... Matt, the host. Oh, okay. Did, he, did, did, did Matt write anything? Uh, I think he said, um, so, like, something to the effect of I love you, man. Something, basically. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Melinda just wrote, see it, Comic-Con. No, that was Michelle. That was Michelle. Yes, Melinda yeah. wrote, uh, thanks for making this experience special, uh, keep in touch, and some other stuff. 
It's on there. So Michelle hates you, huh? Basically. Why was she at Comic-Con? I think, you know, they don't show any of this, but Michelle is a super nerdy chick, too. She was totally into video games and goes to uh, Comic-Cons, and she's she's also super geeky and nerdy and awesome. She just also happens to be a bodybuilder. A bodybuilder? <laughs> yep. You had the mother of all so. wedgies. Now, that was a different take from the preview. So, what did they have you say that twice? I said that a few times, yeah. They, I said it once, candidly, in an interview, and they liked it. And they asked me um, to say it again in another interview because... It was funny. Uh, there, was, there was something wrong with the lighting for the first one, so they couldn't use it in the episode. Eh. It didn't match or something like that. Right. But, so again, they're not asking me to say stuff. They're just asking me to repeat something. Not. It's real. It's still real. I said it. <laughs> yeah. Now, for the last event... Oh, well, okay. So, so, yeah, it's one-to-one. -one. That's great. And was the last event actually the next day, or what? Yes. So okay. we had two events the first day and two the second day. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, right. So the last of the three little events is an eating contest. Oh, but oh, just to finish it off, props, Chuck, for bringing it home once again. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. That so, was probably my favorite, favorite challenge of the whole summer. Because it was so cozy and up in it the was, air. <laughs> it was really super cool. And it was exactly the kind of thing that I am awesome at. Yeah. Alright, so the the third of the mini-challenges is an eating contest. I was hoping they'd have real food. They got, like, cold fruit and chocolate popsicle sticks. Pops, yes. Popsicles. And you gotta, if each player of the two has to finish them off to finish up the side of a popsicle stick birdhouse. Very clever. Um, yes. So, so Brooke... <laughs> I mean, I'm just, look, so Brooke apparently is like, I can eat, and so she eats popsicle sticks, and of course there's the ridiculous awkward pause. Innuendo. Yeah, of, it's, yeah basically. It's phallic, whatever, but just, just like, come on, guys. No. It did seem a little low. Yeah. Especially given how classy Brooke is. Yeah. And, and Moses is on the other side, and and he bit into the first one and it was rock solid so we thought he was in trouble and then he started going for the chocolate ones and they were softer so that's that's good although i'm guessing it was he had to eat all of them right it wasn't yeah. like there were more than no no there were more there were more there were a lot of fruit ones and a lot of chocolate oh ones so he, and... he got the strategy to hit the chocolate and exactly and brooke was having trouble finding chocolate ones uh, they had the same number of each yeah. in their respective coolers but uh moses took a little extra time digging for the chocolate ones because they really almost fell off the sticks nice so then the brain free even though the chocolate fell off the stick easier brain freeze starts for both of them just about the same time and then brooke just yeah. her face just drops yeah. It's pretty funny. She is having some trouble, and Moses is the big <laughs> engine that could. Um, yeah. Chugs along, finishes up, 12 popsicle sticks to 8. So Brooke let him down, and now she's got a lot of shitty ice product in her face? No, like in her stomach. Oh, like yeah. I would feel terrible if like I did that and I lost and it was just like, ugh. the chocolate ones were probably pretty good. Yeah, but that much cold stuff just sitting That's inside you. Yeah. No, that would be doesn't feel good at all. Lauren banishes Rachel and Brooke because they they lost their stuff and Michelle won. And it's just four of them. So that's what's up. And she again. Won. Given given that this banishment that we didn't see coming was going on, I think the girls probably would have voted differently. Who do you think they would have picked? I, I think they would have voted for Michelle or Rachel. Well, obviously, because Brooke was true. Brooke was it on the last one, but, but which one? 
And then they would have sent, uh, probably, unfortunately, still Brooke and and Lauren, because, uh, well, Brooke lost this particular challenge, so I'm sure they would. Brooke would, would be gone be either thing. way. Yeah, but still. Um, Brooke would be gone either way. No, but still. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, uh, I, it, it certainly, it could have gone differently had had Rachel, whoever did the the eating challenge and lost it to the guys, was the one that was going home. And I'm 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 sure that the girls regretted a little bit at least, uh, giving Lauren that safety, knowing that she was the cause of of uh, some of the strife in their team. Yeah, it would basically basically, it would be like us voting for Chris for camp counselor. Oh, not that bad. Thing. Not not quite that bad, but it's it's the same idea. You know, Lauren's the one that's that's disagreed with them and caused a little bit of tension, and they gave her a vote of confidence instead of which. You know, they're they're lucky. It worked out all right for them, at least so far. But uh, but Brooke went home. Yeah, because she goes into the. I mean, there's nothing that either he or Rachel or I'm sorry. There's nothing that Brooke or Rachel could have said at this point that would have changed the guys' minds at all. No, you're right. You're um, right. Although, although, oh, I did call it though on Twitter, Rachel did get more upset when she was in there. She she lost her composure more than Brooke did. And I called it yeah, I that Brooke was going home and Brooke went home. Also because, I mean, you know, she she gives a speech that is the goodbye speech to the guy. Right. saying, I've never been a bad person. I'd love to compete against you. You know, we've talked about this. Rachel probably regrets voting for Lauren because it meant she was banished. I know she wound up being safe because she lost her composure, and we thought that would be better to have around. Did you really? Did that affect um, you guys? Oh heck yes! Uh, Rachel has a habit of being. I mean, she's the yogi. She's really cool. She does the yoga stuff, and uh, it, you know, focuses on centeredness and positive thinking. But but under pressure, she cracks. Um, which, you know, uh, that's, it's something I know she's working on as a person, but that was really useful as, as, uh, a competition. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm sure that once they found out she was being banished, she regretted having voted for Lauren, even though, even though, um, she could understand the decision, I'm sure. But anyway, Chris is wearing fingerless gloves when he goes to vote, as though he actually yes. does any work. Yep. What? He's Chris. He cannot be fathomed nor explained. But he is fallible. That is true. All right, so by unanimous vote, Brooke is kicked off to quote-unquote go home, even though she's still standing around with the rest of the exiled. Um, yeah. Mike calls Karen a little shithead. Not, you know, not totally uncalled for, whatever. He just wanted to get some steam off. And then yeah. Cameron takes the bait and walks over to the exiled. And... And... You know, they start sort of getting into a beef, and then Melinda, bless her heart, says, uh, what does she say? Cam, you're a great guy. This isn't the place for you. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Cam, find your place. <laughs> yeah, no, he he shouldn't have engaged. No. I mean, that's, that's the big thing. Just good Although, for Melinda, though, for, for I, saying that. I love the tweets on Twitter that all of his preteen girls that he retweets saying like Cam you handled that so well don't let him get to you Cam it's like 
Mike might have shouted out some stuff at the beginning, but he won't. Cam. Yeah. That... Yeah. The best. I mean, the best thing you can do is shrug it off and not not respond. But Cam wanted to give his preteens some fan service and show that he's the man now, dog. I guess. You could smell the testosterone. It was kind of uncomfortable. Could you? And stinky. <laughs> that wasn't just uh, Mike's deodorant? Oh. <laughs> or cologne uh, or whatever it was? Yeah, it could have been. I, I, I have a hard time telling the difference sometimes, I guess. Yeah. Each person gets to vote for the MVP of summer camp. I was thinking it was going to be you. Um, so... Before? We haven't done the final challenge yet. Yeah, you guys vote for the MVP before you do the final challenge. Oh, but they announce it after. That's right. Yeah, that's Go ahead. right. Kyle votes for Brooke. Melinda votes for Chuck. Moses votes for Kyle. Other people vote for other people. Who did you vote for? I voted for Kyle. Of course you did. We had a feeling in the guys' camp that the most valuable camper, or at least that someone was probably going to go home with one of the Jeeps. Just because they were, like, bragging about them so much? We had so many Jeeps. <laughs> <laughs> and they were a sponsor. And nothing nothing would be better for Jeep than to have one of our winners driving around in their brand new Jeep. Right. All happy and, you know, excited. So we had a feeling that someone would get a Jeep. And since it hadn't been mentioned as one of the awards, we wondered, well, maybe it's the most valuable camper. Um, Cause why else? So you guys said person, unless that person got added to our team again at the last second, in either case, we all unanimously in the guys team uh, agreed that Kyle deserved to be recognized for his contribution, um, especially after how badly we let him down. Yeah. And um, so he had my vote, no contest, uh, in addition to the fact that I can't vote for myself. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, I know I did get a few votes, and I appreciate them. Um, oh, you, you got that, more than just that... Melinda? Yeah, uh, my understanding is Chris voted for me. I thought Chris was going to vote for Kyle. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. I'm that surprises me actually. Um, I'm having trouble remembering. All right, who doesn't all the matter. I, I think I think uh, Justin and Mike mm. both voted for me, and Kyle may have it as well. I, I, I don't. I really don't know offhand. The only one I'm positive about is Melinda, but yeah. a lot of people didn't support me and have said that I deserved most valuable camper. And I, I really appreciate that. That that uh, it's good to know that somebody noticed how much effort I was putting in for the team. Yeah, I mean, given given that you won, I don't feel bad that you didn't get a jeep. Um, right, me neither. But uh, yeah, fifty thousand yeah, dollars. Finally, and you, you, you're a little greedy, isn't it? I mean, I don't know. Um, but <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, most valuable player for getting the jeep. Fine, Kyle can have that. Most valuable yeah. player valuable player not friendliest not getting along with most not whatever valuable player for getting wins right it's you it's you man right and i and i think a lot of a lot of people express that uh even even moses moses was um a big part of spearheading the guys we really ought to vote for kyle because he deserves it um even moses recently has you know sent me text saying dude you were the most valuable camper or player you know well of course so, he says that later well yeah but i mean it, it's nice that everybody's acknowledging that i that i did my best and put in a lot of effort yeah i appreciate that yeah even All if right. it is in hindsight that's fine too yeah recognition is recognition hindsight smells pretty bad does it Mm-hmm. You're looking at someone's butt? Jeez. Why you do it? Why you do it? I don't know. Dogs do it. Yeah? Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Capture <laughs> the flag, i.e. ropes and pain and puzzles. 
So Rope quiz relay puzzle. Yeah, so so you guys saw it, you know what's up. Um the order is Chris, Mikey, Cam, Moses, Chuck. So finally Chris can actually do something. And he runs yeah, past to the And cam. he has to, because if he doesn't, he'll lose. Yeah, so he, so he's first just to get him out of the way and he runs to the camp bus where the first question is and he blanks out on whatever the question was because he's an idiot. And although you didn't get it right the first time either, but whatever, Chris is an idiot. Um, and something, I don't know, I guess he gets it the second time, whatever. Then Lauren, she picks Rachel, but it's Cameron, and she second guesses right. herself because, you know, she thinks she's got Cameron on the brain too much, but, but no, it was, mm-hmm. it, was, it was Cameron. She was right. But anyway... Uh, so yeah, Chris gets into, but Lauren, yeah, she gets pulled back really hard. Like that, oh, that, man. oh boy. That's... She definitely got the worst of it. Yeah. It looked painful. It looked so bad. Um, it seems like Mikey B guesses it correctly the first time when he goes. I can't really tell. Um, yeah, it looks like it. Michelle, Michelle's up and she gets it in two. Cam, Cam gets... Oh, yeah, and this is the marshmallow question about who on the girls' team wore bare feet. Yeah. I guess, which was, I forget who it was. Michelle. Michelle, I think. okay. So one of the the bags that's got the puzzles in it, like, is it's in the pool. And Lauren, yeah. Lauren said on Twitter that she ended up having to go into the pool twice. Do you have any idea why? Okay, so... I wasn't going to cover this, but since since Lauren's bringing it up, let me clarify what happened. Um, oh, is, were, this the, is this the thing? Yeah, there were some issues with the ropes um, not being long enough to reach all the way to the bags. Really? They were correct. Um, so they stopped the whole game and watched all the tapes to figure out how much time that cost both teams. Wait, how did, how did like, a person, did they just keep on reaching and then someone said, no, it's the right one, take your stuff off, take the rope off? Yes. Uh, This happened a couple of times, and then they finally, the people just gave up and unclipped it from their belts and grabbed the bags. Mm. Um, So, the like I said, these things are closely regulated to make sure that everything's fair and proper. So after the second time this happened, they stopped the game down and they were like, okay, we need to look at this. So they watched all of the videos from all of the different angles and uh, compared the time codes to figure out exactly how much uh, time each team had lost because of the, the rope the game malfunction essentially yeah and then they figured out um it was something like 28 seconds difference between the two teams or something like that i i can't remember exactly how it worked out but they they were trying to find a spot where it was very clear where moses and lauren um crossed each other's paths right um uh, uh, just before I went for my my piece of the puzzle, so that's that's where they started the game up again. Um, they <laughs> put Lauren, they put Lauren where she was, which was Moses before where the he pool. was. It was right before the pool. <laughs> Moses was on his way out, and she was on her way to it. And um, they gave us a the twenty eight second lead or whatever it was. That, yeah you know, that made it fair. And, uh, they started Moses. I started running and Lauren had to go jump in the pool a second time. So that's, that's <laughs> uh, I know stupid. that was unfortunate. It was getting pretty chilly actually at the time. So yeah. I felt bad for but, uh, but that meant that I had to make the run down to my question twice. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, had was, you read the question already? Or? I ran down to the question and read it. Um, and they stopped me before I picked an answer and ran with the rope. Um, and 
they asked me and I, you know, I was honest. I told them, yeah, I've read the question. So, so they actually changed my question. Oh. It's very similar. My first question was, um, which girl gave the last kiss in the spin the bottle color war? Oh, and it, and it and ended up being the last guy to give a kiss. Which guy received the last kiss in the spin the bottle color war? Mm. So it, the answer changed from Michelle to Mike. Right. It was the same round of the color war, just a different person. So that was, you know. So again, very they were very, very good about it. This is the kind of thing that, you know, we could have... Wait, no, the last like, guy who gave... Oh, was Mike the last guy to receive Mike and also to give? To... But he was also the last guy to give because of his cologne. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Okay. Um, Michelle was the last person to get a kiss, and I got them backwards. Okay. Anyway. I'm so um, yeah. So they they were they were very good about that. Um, that's the kind of thing that if they had they sat us all down while we were stopped down and the game was paused, um, to explain exactly what they were doing and how they were going to fix it and um what they were doing to make sure it was still fair. Um, Because that was, that could have been a really, really big deal. So, so thank you fly on the wall productions for sorting that out as quickly and efficiently as possible and keeping everyone happy. Yeah. So when you do get, get the guess that your second guess that it's, that it's Mike grabbed a bag Hoofing it back real fast, Cameron says he wasn't a nerd at that point. He was like Captain America to me. I think you were a nerd, Captain America. Well, what's kind of funny is that Captain America is a nerd. Yeah, he is. That's that's his thing. So, but thanks, Cameron. Cam. I'll Cameron, be your Captain America any day. Cam, you gotta brush up on your comic book. <laughs> you need to be nerdier, Cam, is what we're saying. Yeah. Anyway. So you guys, you guys, you guys all finish up, and you've got the puzzle going, and it's going okay, but not great. And then the girls start on their puzzle. I guess did they did they get everyone in for the puzzle? Yep. Yeah, everyone came in, and they were working on theirs. And then you you just gotta get in there and take over because I quote, we weren't doing a fantastic job. Um, we were doing all right. But uh, Cameron and Moses were working at cross purposes, and uh, Chris was basically hands off. Um, after I made my the my third run, basically I ran down twice and once uh, back again. Yeah. So I was pretty winded when I dropped off my bag. So right. that's that's why I didn't get up there and into the puzzle right off the bat. I uh-huh. needed a second to recover. Um, so. I I have to hand it to the girls. Um, we had five legs of the trip to make and five guys between us. Two of those girls had to do two, two oh, legs that's of the right. trip. And that's it was right. still really close. So those girls are rock stars. They were totally killing it. Um if it weren't for the lead that we had earned mm-hmm. and the manpower advantage that we had earned, that it could have been a totally different game. Yeah. Yeah. So it was down to the wire. I mean, really, how many seconds do you think? <sighs> Man. How close were they? I mean, their puzzle was at least half complete. At least. Um, which is why... Once I finally got my breath, I I jumped in and was like, no, that's upside down. Fix it now. (laughs) Get out of my way. I think my favorite favorite quote of the episode was when Cam was standing off to the side and he's like, what do you need, Chuck? What do you need? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Space. That's what I need. Yep. Um, So under a minute. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And those girls are good at the puzzles, too. Um, you know, which, again, this it, it pains me to say this, but it, it, it looks, at least from the way the episodes played out, like we made an okay decision 
to eliminate Justin. Um, oh, only if he I, hadn't been I on know. drugs anymore. Well, yes. There's, I mean, only there if he'd still been but, on drugs. But based solely on the way that the episodes played out, um, without knowing that, then yeah, but it looks it looked like that was a thing. Fine. I mean, whatever. Without knowing what we know now. Look, if you'd switched Chris for Justin, I don't think you would have oh, lost heck, time. No, absolutely. I I would I would have had. I would gladly have taken Justin over Chris. Yeah. Any day. I would have taken Justin over anybody else. Oh, um, there you go. Except then. maybe, except maybe Kyle. But you know, I, I probably still would have taken over the puzzle doing. At sure, the... sure, sure, sure. <laughs> We're not saying Justin instead of you. No. no. Right. I wouldn't take Justin over myself. <laughs> that would be silly. Why would I do this? Because, because you're silly. <laughs> I am silly. So you I guys win. Insane. You guys win. Yeah. You put up we the, won. You get a good puzzle piece. You get a money piece. Yeah. Uh, Kyle is announced as the MV camper. Gets yeah. a brand new Jeep. He's probably yeah. picking up lots of sexy guys in that Jeep right now. Go for it, Kyle. It's called the Jeep Landslide. You want to know why it's called a Landslide? Oh god, here it comes. Why is it called a Jeep landslide? Oh wait, no, I, I screwed this up. His victory was a landslide. <laughs> it was a landslide uh, victory. Never mind. I, I don't think the Jeep is called a landslide at all. It's not. It <laughs> might be a Land Rover, but it's not a landslide. Why is it called a landslide, Mark? Because I... his victory was a landslide? Is that what your joke was going to no, be? No, no, it... It, I messed up the joke. I'd written landslide down here, and I was like, I wonder what that's for. Is that the name of the Jeep? Let me try to make a corny joke out of this. And then okay, I realized... Okay, the corny joke, though. Well, it, but it wasn't, because it, like... And then I realized, that's not what the Jeep is called. My joke... The, the only thing that the joke is, is... Is that what you were going to say? It's a Jeep landslide because his victory was a landslide? Or, I wasn't... I wasn't there yet. My head wasn't there yet. I just saw a landslide. This is a funny word. You know why it's called a landslide? No, Mark. <laughs> why? I don't know. Oh, wait. It's not called a landslide. That's what happened. Best joke ever. <laughs> this is what they call in the com comedy industry an anti-joke. Nah, um... I don't know. It's it's more... It, I understand what anti-jokes are. Uh, you know why they call it a landslide? Oh, wait, they don't. No, I... It's a bad anti-joke, yeah. but it is not a joke. Therefore, it is an anti-joke. Um, is something that's not a peanut butter and jelly sandwich an anti-peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I think it's just no, a but, non- but yours was a yours was an attempt at a joke with no punchline. It was... That makes it an anti-joke. But unintentional fair enough i never said it was a good one or an intentional one i never said i liked you and you probably never will i love you oh i'm shocked and amazed <laughs> and slightly disgusted and appalled you're a paula abdul i'm paula abdul where is my money I deserve money. It's in the mail. Okay. I need to stop doing drugs. If I'm Paula Abdul. <laughs> Does Paula Abdul do drugs? I don't know that for sure. I, I just know that, that she screws the... Uh, uh... Paula, wherever you are, if you're not doing drugs... I, I hope Paula you're f***ing an American Idol guy. Oh? Oh, she did that? Oh, she did that plenty. Oh, dear. She would screw all the contestants. Really? Make them show her their falsettos. What? And their Dalmatians. I hope you're making this up, because it's really sad. Um, There are there are definitely rumors of her sleeping with oh, quite no. a few of the contestants. Oh, Paula. It's Paula Abdul. It's not Brooke. Wait. <laughs> yeah, true story. I really don't care. Yeah. Well, although 
Yeah. That's a halting podcast. I'm Mark Brilly. And I'm Chuck Lines. Trolling your joy. <laughs> is that all we got? Is that uh, is this really the end? Is to... this the end, Mark? Not of a halting podcast. Is it the end of me and you podcasting haltingly? No. No? And it's and it's probably not the end of summer camp talk either because we will get lauren on here eventually and and mike and hopefully yeah. other people um and maybe yeah. we'll get a recap with me you riesling and glenn maybe we'll get steven sensei in on the deal maybe i'll try and get emily to to join us one night uh we had another message from emily she says so there was almost no point in having everyone come back well, the underwear. The underwear. So basically, they came back as props. Yeah, yeah. And, props and spectators. And to be, uh, to make us sweat a bit. Yeah. Yep. That's about accurate. And for the little tiff between Cam and Mike that everyone knew was going to happen. Um, I don't know. I thought Cam might be more of a man uh, about it. Well, he might have, but, but uh, with the way that Mike left with the comment, kick Justin in the balls for me. And uh, the fact that Justin and Mike had been talking and had realized that Cameron really was the one that threw them both under the bus. Mm. Well, I, I think it was kind of inevitable that there would be at least a confrontation. Well, yes, it wasn't, it wasn't um, obvious to us that Justin and Mike had been talking, huh. except from speculation based on Mike's comments. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, uh, I think obviously the whole idea of that that particular mechanic was to to add some more tension and stir up a little more drama in the camp, and they succeeded. Yeah. That's all. Hope that covers it, Em. Happy summer camp, everybody. Happy summer. Happy Labor Day. Happy weekend after Labor Day by the time this comes out. Happy weekend after the weekend after Labor Day. By the time this really comes out. By the time this really comes out. Um, and I'm going to take a shower. Bye, guys. <laughs>